Talk to me, man. It's your boy, Young Hope. If you turn the motherfucking noise up, we can get right into the proceedings this evening. Headphones at the start. Bring it down a little bit. Okay. Now we working with it. The boy face up and baseline, baby. Mom, welcome to New York City. We finally got, oh, we, we just talking about Lou and, uh, and Jay. And Cutler, that's it. Good 45-minute conversation. Nobody needs to listen to our ass talk for more than that. I ain't even got 45 minutes about neither of them. I'm just angry and mad, man. Hey, your angry uh, ass, you, you got enough. You got uh, enough. I was going to say, do uh, do you got, like, the exact details about the protected picks? Yeah, I know what it is. Yeah, because I heard him talking about it on the Bulls game last night. I was like, I need to be taking notes on this shit. Like, it's complicated. Yeah, I, I know it. Uh, uh, I, I know about it. All right, yeah, I know it. <laughs> All, right. All right, I'm ready. Yeah. Are we good, Derek? Yeah, you guys have been recording. You're good. Oh, okay. Go ahead, Sean. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Well, welcome to the uh, Court and the Sources podcast. We do still exist. I have no idea what episode this is because we haven't recorded in so damn long. It's like episode two. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we did 10 of these. Uh, uh, this is the 10th, actually. Is it? Dre, yeah. have have we been back since you had four kids? I uh, don't believe it. <laughs> I don't believe so. Uh, Dre didn't have kids. I didn't move across the country. I don't know what the hell Rob been doing. But we all been doing all types of shit. Though, Working. Low promotion. That's about it. Uh, see, look at that. People moving on up. That's that, that's what happens when you don't record podcasts. You can do other stuff. You can actually do the job you get paid for. Yeah. <laughs> uh, today uh, we had to come back because we uh we don't have an East Coast bias on this podcast. We have a Chicago bias. So Luol Dang has been traded from the Chicago Bulls to the Cle- Cleveland Cavaliers for basically Andrew Bynum's contract that the Bulls already got rid of and a bunch of draft picks. Um, it seems like the majority of Bulls fans are upset by this, especially the people who don't understand the business side. Um, Wait, really? I, that yeah. that hasn't been the the temperature that I've gotten. Yeah, I've gotten a lot of Bulls fans upset. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's <laughs> I've gotten a lot of that. Wait, just, wait. So fill me in on on, on what people are upset about. Then, what are they upset about? Like I said they don't understand the business. Like they don't understand that he was going to be a free agent. And that they couldn't come to a contract agreement, and that he probably wasn't going to resign. Like they don't understand all that, and they think that the Bulls are just like they're tanking they're on tanking. purpose. And that's just not the case. I mean, uh, well, the Bulls made it perfectly clear that they didn't want Luol Deng to come back. I mean, I think, and, and I think we could all agree with Why that. Why him, or he didn't? He just wanted too much money. Uh, they didn't want him. Is that why they lowballed him with that offer? Yeah, they didn't want him. Why do you think they didn't want him? Well, okay. He almost died last year, <clears throat> and nobody visited him in the hospital. Mm. Nobody. Mm. Mm. Well, before we get into all that, what are the details of the deal? Like, it was Andrew Bynum and how many picks? It's three picks. It's one um, conditional number number one pick. It's top 12 protected this year. Um, the next two years, it's top 10 protected. If it If the Bulls don't get it after those three years, it becomes a number two pick. In the fourth year, the other two picks are whatever their second round picks are. I think, um, if I'm not mistaken, they get to um, the Bulls will get to swap they get to second swap round it. pick. Yeah, they get to yeah. swap picks with them in um, the fourth year if they want to, depending on who has the higher pick. Um, then they get Andrew Bynum. They obviously cut him already, which saved them approximately <clears throat> $15 million, give or take. Uh, of salary cap it's not just salary cap but it's salary cap and luxury they were in a luxury tax so they shaved off 15 million dollars in salary and um, luxury tax money uh by doing that they also get um they get to um 
take some of the luxury tax money back because, you know, every team that's under the luxury tax, they get a percentage of the money of the teams who have to pay the luxury tax amount so the Bulls can get paid that money. It's not much, maybe one or two million dollars, but, you know, the Bulls are very, very tight with their money, so one or two million dollars is a big thing for them. Basically what this does is this is the money they're going to pay Carlos Boozer to go away next year. <laughs> it, puts them so, at, it puts them at, what is it, 30 million? It's 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 not thirty million in cap space, you know what I'm saying? Right, because, right. That's what I mean. Yeah, it's not thirty. It's not thirty million in cap space, but they save thirty million dollars. The cap right. space after they uh, do all of this, after they amnesty uh, Carlos Boozer, um, the after the new uh, salary cap is in, installed, the Bulls have around fourteen eight. Okay, so maybe you, you can maybe you can help me understand this part, Dan, because the whole the whole the talk I've been hearing about the whole amnesty bulls thing for months now has been it's going to happen after next season. So does this trade does, does, does this trade like change that now? Is it, it does. They can do it quicker. I mean, they can, they, so they can do it quicker now. They could they could do it whenever they want to, but the problem is Jerry Krause is not one to pay someone to not play for him. He doesn't want to pay Carlos Boozer Ryan sixteen Scott? million dollars to not play basketball. You hear me? So, what did you say? You said Kraus. Yeah, Kraus. I'm sorry. Ronsdorf. I'm sorry. Ronsdorf. I'm still showing your age right there, buddy. It, it yeah. ain't that different. The times ain't that different right now, to be honest with you. I mean, that's but Ronsdorf uh, doesn't want to pay somebody to not play. So what they're going to basically be doing is they're going to take this $15 million that they're not paying Lou Aldang. They're going to use the amnesty provision. That $15 million is going to go towards paying Carlos Boozer to go away. So they'll have the, I think he gets $15 million next year, give or take. That's the money we're going to have left over in, in salary cap. So I, I got a question. I, I was thinking about this earlier today. So, I mean, I, I, I know it's extremely unlikely. And, I mean, you know, probably depending on what Luol Deng and his people wanted or whatever. But I, I know this was part of their plan, you know, to offer him that. What if, I mean, this is all hypothetical. What if he would have been like, cool? I think they'd have been okay with it. Yeah. They'd have been okay. Because then you still amnesty Carlos Boozer. You have enough money to bring over Meritage, and then then you worry about it after that. Is that what they, they think that the, that guy is going to replace him? Uh, no, nah, he's to replace who? Who, is, who do you think he's going to replace? Like what position does that guy play? The, he could play some small and some power. Small, yeah. So I don't he, think he can come over here and play power though. You know how powerful it's going um, now. You got you got LeBron yeah, and power. It just depends on the matchups. But, but you want to go yeah, small. but LeBron James is also so strong as all outdoors. Then you, you also got um, Andre Iguodala playing power forward. He's not a strong kid, though. He's not. He's, I just, not I, he's playing power. No, he's not that strong. But but he did play some. But I, until this dude comes over here and plays with some grown men, that's when I'll, I'll see if he can play power forward over here. I really. I mean, th- th- I'll just say this: Dirk Nowitzki plays power forward. He played power four from the moment he stepped over here at the age of, I think he was 19. Damn, his body type, and he wasn't that different. He struggled to begin with, and then he became an NBA basketball player. That's what they their plan for him is, because there's also talking about them getting rid of Taj at some point what? and having him slide in and be the power four. There's talks of that because they want to be able to get another all-star player. So they're gonna. Yeah. So if that's the plan, they're going to try to shed as much of the salary that they have. So you're talking about Mike Dunleavy being gone, Kirk Heinrich being gone, potentially Taj, depending on what they want to do. I mean, I wouldn't get rid of Taj. I think Taj is a starting power forward in our league. Yeah. But it depends on what they want to so, do. So, I mean, is, is Taj's contract, um, is it, would it be too much for some other team, though? I mean, nah, Taj's okay. contract ain't that bad. It's not a he's, bad contract. Yeah. No money. Yeah, I know when he first got it, I wasn't sure. I mean, but I was told that that's pretty much the going rate. Yeah, for a backup point power forward, and now yeah. potentially starting power forward. I think at this point, when you amnesty booze and he's your your starting power forward, and he's putting up nineteen and ten or whatever he's doing every night. Yeah, that's a, you know that's a bargain at that point for Taj Gibson. Um, the Bulls, the the main thing with this deal, 
is that they have flexibility where they didn't have it before. I mean, there was nothing, nothing, there was nothing they could do. Dre, I saw you pose this on the Facebook page. I don't, I don't recall seeing your, um, your opinion on it, but it, it, yeah, I don't know if it, I'm pretty sure. Why? Why, Why would we? I, I don't want him, but if they got him, I wouldn't be upset. The right, thing, right, right. I think people are not remembering like what it takes to win in the league right now. Like they think like you. This is not the '90s where you can have one superstar and then you build around him. This isn't the '90s, and even well, in the, the '90s, you couldn't do it with the Bulls, the Bulls really had two, Huh? With the Bulls really max? No, they couldn't max him unless they traded for him. And if they traded for him and maxed him at four years, a, a max contract for Carmelo Anthony for four years, I wouldn't have a problem with it. It's a four-year contract. And basically a three-year contract with an opt-out in four. So he'll obviously opt out in that fourth season to try to get a bigger contract if it's not working out. But if it is working out, that's fine. The thing that, that Carmelo Anthony brings to our table that – we are de- it's exactly what Luol Deng was deficient in. I, I am the biggest Luol Deng fan. Like, I don't think anybody who knows me, I've written glowing things about Luol Deng. <laughs> like, all yeah. year. I mean, any, any, yeah, anybody that, that I would say that knows you knows that. Yeah. Knows and that that's, the, your, that's, that's your boy. The Bulls would never, ever get better with Luol Deng in a Chicago Bulls uniform. I don't give a no damn way, how much money. No way, no how. Because nope. he can't and dribble. He nope. can't shoot. And he can't create and, offense for himself or others. Nope. And that's what you need from your small forward in the league today. You need all that's of that. That's exactly what, <laughs> what Carmelo, that's what Carmelo would, would bring. bring. So you can, I know you don't like the way Carmelo Anthony plays in New York, but you didn't I mean, like the way be, Nate I Robinson plays anywhere. Exactly. That was my next point. I will be curious to see what he would do. I mean, I know he mentioned. I mean, I don't know what, if he mentioned it or if this was "quote unquote" sources or whatever. But his his respect for for uh, for Tibbs or whatever. Yeah. So I I just I just wonder what you know what his mindset would be coming in. You know what he. I mean, I know he wouldn't be a defensive you know genius Chuck coming I, in, but I think, I think people yeah, that is overblown, man. It's overblown because I remember a season. I believe it was 2009. It was after the the uh, the 2000. It was 2008 Olympics. Is that what that was? Was it in 2008? Yeah. When Carmelo Anthony came back into the NBA and went ballistic, he was playing defense, rebounding, shooting, high percentage. Shit, you sure you're not talking about? You sure you're not talking about last season? No, not, I'm talking about in Denver. When they Him went and, uh, to the Western, oh, they went to the yeah. Western Conference Finals. Him and LeBron used to have defensive battles back in the day. And try, and they almost beat the Lakers. The only reason why they didn't beat the Lakers is because Kobe Bryant is Kobe Bryant, or he was back then, and he just wasn't gonna lose. But he was going nuts. When he is focused, he's a really good basketball player. Like I think the same thing that happened to Dwight last year is happening to Melo now. Is that people are just forgetting how good he is. And you see him playing on a bad New York Knicks team. And, and it's he like, well, and every one of his teammates was 50 years old. He was like, how the hell did I get here? And, and the team is just garbage. It was constructed badly, you, and they, do, they have no way to get better. If you put him in a team where he is not the focal point, he's one of the focal points. Because in New York, he's no, and New York is no different than Chicago, except they're, be, they're built on offense and we're built on defense. He's the focal point of their offense. And he just has a bunch of role players around him. If you put him in a situation where he doesn't have to be the focal point of your offense, he will be he would benefit just as well. And especially put him in a team that's defensively sound like the Bulls. You don't know what you can get from him. I just know so, one thing. So so Lou you wasn't the answer. He, no. I didn't think so either. So you don't think him coming here he would end I mean I don't know. Would he end up being the focal point? I mean I know I mean I know Derek would be here, but when he, Maybe I don't know. Some right. point. But the, 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 it wouldn't be every night, though. It's not every single night where teams right. can. Like, we're just going to zero in on Carmelo Anthony. We're going to make him take a bunch of contested jump shots, and this is going to be the end of it. We're going to live and die by Carmelo Anthony taking contested jump shots. That's not going to happen with Derrick Rose because you can't double with Derrick Rose on the floor. 
He's too fast. He's going to get to the basket. He's going to get layups. He's going to get uh, jumpers for wide open shooters. And that's another thing. The Bulls are now like that. They're maneuvering themselves into a team with guys that can shoot. You have Dunleavy. You have Snell. They're going to try to get more guys that can shoot. Jimmy Butler, I mean, he's finally coming around to what he was doing last year and in the playoffs. You're trying to get guys that can shoot. So you have to get guys that can create. And it just can't be Derrick Rose. I know people do. Like, I don't want Carmelo Anthony. But if the Bulls went out there and they traded that Bobcats pick, the Kings uh, pick, uh, hell, even Marriott if they wanted to, and they got Carmelo Anthony, I wouldn't be mad. Or if they traded Carlos's, Carlos Boozer and those three picks, like three picks or four picks or whatever. Yeah, I wouldn't Carmelo, be about that either. And I don't know why anybody would be. You can't be upset about getting a guy that can put up 25 points per game. You haven't you haven't had that. You haven't had so that since you Jordan. You're gonna get you us haven't. on the team that has horribly had a problem the, the, with scoring. The, the, the problem I mean, the problem I, with I look I, I, I have always, to look past been, his um the effort it seems like that time. Yeah, um, yeah. That, that's, but I think I think the Tibbs defensive scheme with what kind of the same way it kind of it kind of hit Nate Robinson. Nate Robinson, because it, it, he uh, and his defensive efficiencies all the time. Yeah, but a, a crazy thing is he wasn't that bad. If you looked at like the the advanced metrics of when Nate Robinson was playing on the floor with the Bulls last year, teams often tried to go at Nate Robinson. And it, yeah, they did. They, they based on his very, height or whatever. Yeah, they weren't very successful at it all the time. Like it, it wasn't a very, like they're just destroying Nate Robinson. And if, if if somebody holds Carmelo Anthony accountable, and I have no problem with Mike Wilson, he's a fine coach, but he commands no respect. Doesn't seem that way. Thibodeau did, commands respect. How much, uh, did they get paid a lot this year or no? He got a decent contract for a guy that does what he does. Okay. I thought maybe he just got a better offer. Bulls he did. Try to pay it. Yeah, okay. he got a better offer than we were going to give him. I mean, I don't even think they the Bulls even, offered him anything. They don't even play him, really. They play him. They play him. I mean, he's not in key situations like he was for Chicago. That's because they got Ty Lawson, and he's also 5'2". So you can't, <laughs> you can't play both of them. Then you really have and problems. We're we not going to have short guy bashing up in here, okay? I'm just telling the truth. I'm going to I'm have to cut that off. They're both fucking short. <laughs> but uh, I, I can post them you, up. So, do you think the Cavs basically just rented Luol for the rest of I the year? I believe so. I believe so. I know you're talking. Yeah, but, you, you, but, you, you, but you don't think you don't think that they? I, I think that they, they're trying to rent them, maybe. But I think they they're thinking that they're you know possibly going to sign them to a contract, though. I think that's what they think. Yeah. Obviously, so what is it? You don't think that Luol would want to stay there, or I tell you, if, if Kobe if Kobe comes knocking, do you think he's staying in Cleveland? I mean, he can go to Wait. a way better team than that. I'm positive. I mean, he's an All Star caliber player. Because you know Kobe loves Luol, and you know they need a small forward. So he says that'd be that'd be a nice landing spot right there. Yeah, like come on, come on, because I mean everybody's forgetting that Kobe wanted to come to Chicago, but the only the reason it didn't work is because the Lakers wanted Luol Dang, and Kobe said he wouldn't waive his no trade clause if Luol Dang. Yeah, I I remember, I remember all of that, but I also believe a lot of that was posturing by Kobe too. I I don't think it was. He was he was real (laughs) upset back then. He really wanted to leave. He was really upset back circa two thousand. He really wanted to leave. I mean, it was it was posturing. Was that two thousand seven? He was mad to tell. He was mad. He wanted them to do something, and they just said, you know, they just called his bluff and said no. Um. But if if he really wanted to leave, the only reason why it worked is because Andrew Bynum came out that year and was a monster that nobody then, saw then they coming. Got that they got the, that paw trade and uh, yeah, but that happened afterwards. When that, when that, when they got pal, the Lakers were first in the division at like nineteen and nine. The only mm-hmm. reason why they went out there and got pal to saw is because Andrew Bynum messed up his knee and was gone for the rest of the season. And the season was Who was up. the coach when he was mad? When he was uh Rudy Tom it was Rudy Tom Janovich and then um 
It was before Phil came. Yeah, before too. Phil. I can't remember who the second uh, the secondary coach was, but Rudy only coached for like half a year, I think. And then they put they brought somebody else in, and then Phil came back uh, two thousand and six, I believe. Maybe I can't remember. Yeah, and, yeah, I can't remember exactly. It may have been two years before they won their championship again, but I can't remember. But um, I can uh, see him going to L.A. That would be a great so, landing spot for him. And, to, and let's bring it full circle. Which one of these alleged eight teams is Andrew Bynum going to sign with? I'm hearing that the Clippers have been in the front running for him for the time for the longest time. Why he like LA? Wouldn't you? I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, Pat Riley is going to try to work his magic on him as well. So, so what, what was his conduct detrimental to the team that he got suspended for? Yeah, uh, there was a lot of uh, that. You, you know the story, Rob, right? Yeah, it was. <laughs> Supposedly he was messing around with one of the coach's wives or something, some garbage like that. Oh, well, that's detrimental to the team. Very detrimental. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. I, I, I don't know, dude. Just that. I don't know that that that's, guy. That's I wouldn't put it past him. I, 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 that's the thing. I wouldn't either. And that's the sad part. Yeah. This dude didn't that play. You can look at a guy and go, that you can go, yeah, yeah, yeah he, he probably did it. He probably he smashed like it. it. He, he smashed the homie. Yeah, yeah. You, you look like the type. That would fuck your assistant coach's wife. Like, what the? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, what like, do they do? Why, dog? What do they do that at? Why? Because he, I. I why? There's, there's, there's so many groupies out here. You mean to tell me my wife? Like, I argue with Nate. You know Nate Jones, Nate on NBA or whatever that is on Twitter, right? Yeah. I argue with him, like people, and a lot of people are arguing with him. Like he's like, people are like, I don't think Andrew Bynum cares about basketball, and they're like, well, how, why would someone get so good at something that they didn't care? Like, I think that Andrew Bynum got good at basketball because he want he wanted to tell Kobe Bryant, "Fuck you." I don't think Andrew Bynum loves basketball. No, nah. he can't. He, I mean, he don't act like it. He doesn't act like it. He does not. Any anybody that's been following the story, his 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 story, even loosely, would go, yeah, that 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 dude doesn't really care about well, playing. Well, because if he, if he did, he would have been on the court a long time ago. Well, He'd have played for Philly. My, yeah, exactly. My thing: two people was all over Derrick Rose, but then nobody say nothing about how Andrew Bynum extended his injury by going bowling. <laughs> like you too damn tall to be bowling anyway, let alone to be having because it, because it's like it's because it's the same thing we we just said in the back in the back of people's heads that's been loosely following his story know that he don't really it's not really a passion of his really with exactly. Derrick Rose people 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 yeah people kind of expected you know more for him to come out and play and you know if he if he's you know ready to go then then play but the Bayern was like. Yeah, whatever. That that dude don't care about about basketball, so whatever. I mean, he grew out of straight James Brown and didn't play not one second. I mean, he was <laughs> he was really tripping out there in Philly, man. He was, but I I didn't I didn't actually didn't even hear that he was uh, smashing his coach's wife. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, and, uh, you got to you got oh, to so what they say. It, uh, even if he just touched her booty, you gotta go. Like, yeah, you, you just you, gotta, yeah. you can't play for us anymore. Yeah, anything inappropriate like that, man. Like, even if he was just flirting, like you got to roll. Not that Mike Brown is a good coach or anything, but he got to at least, um, you know, have respect for the guys that worked on that, that worked for him. I ain't mad at Mike Brown. He was getting all that money when he wasn't coaching. I know the Lakers were so happy he found another job. Yeah, they have to pay him a goddamn thing. Uh, but to bring it all the way back, it's all it's about Lou Alden. I mean, Andrew Bynum was a throwaway piece in a trade for, I mean, a guy, for the most part, I watched, I grew up watching play basketball for Chicago Bulls. And we yeah, all grew up. We're, damn we're damn near 10 years. Yeah, we, we grew up from 20 to 30. We watched Lou Aldang play basketball in Chicago. And, as, you know, as sad as that is, you want to see guys like that finish their careers with this team, like it would have been great to see him finish his nah, career with the team. Nah, but nah, um, nah, I like that you, nah, you, you nah, kiss my ass with you that. You can't, you can't keep. <laughs> well, I want, I want to see him hit the dough. 
You I can't like keep Luol him. As, and, much um, as, as the next next guy, but he I'm, has to go. I'd have liked to have seen him be able to finish his career with the Bulls. I, I mean, the the problem Not is that the Bulls wasn't going to win. That's the thing. But the, I think the the main thing is that it, it wasn't so much about Lou Aldang as it was about the fact that Derrick Rose got hurt for two years, three years, yeah, three years yeah. he got hurt. And that's what it boiled down. Never to. really had a lot of time. Now together we to got the time. Get it we going. got one, one opportunity for that team to play together. And yeah. When they played together, they were a damn good team, and they never got the chance to show what they could have really been. And that's the sad part. That's why you want to see that guy stay with the team because you yeah, felt like, like I mean, you, team, yeah, like if maybe they would have got a two guard at some point, maybe. Yeah, just somebody else that could have taking the um, the pressure off of Luol Deng to be in a role yeah. that he probably shouldn't have been in. But they never could do that. They ne- Derek started getting hurt, and he never stopped. And that was just the end of it. The window that opened three years ago slammed shut two years later. And, that I mean, that just sucks because Luol Deng, for, for the better part of 10 years, was Chicago Bulls basketball. He was the face of our organization. And he yeah, didn't won. he average the most minutes on the squad? Yeah, he averaged the most minutes oh, in the hell yeah. <laughs> NBA. Yeah. Last two years. Uh three years, I think. Yeah, yeah, three years. Ever since Thibs came in. You know, but you yeah. you just His you know, it's a business play. part of the game. You know, business part of the game, and it didn't used to be like this where, you know, guys is you, you knew the guys were not going to stick with the team. You just knew it. And the Bulls knew it too, and that's why they started to treat him the way they treated him and that's that's pretty much the reason why he's gone. I don't I don't even know if if Luol Deng would wouldn't have taken ten million dollars had they treated him a little bit better. But um, they they made it perfectly clear they didn't want him, and I know why. We I mean we got to get better. He he was just not the piece. <laughs> Motherfucker looked like he was having a stroke when he dribbled the ball, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Come on, man. yeah. Like that, Trey. Me and you was talking about this one night, just. Just watching him drive to the cup sometimes. It just it, was it, just, it just looks yeah, it just looks it looks like it hurt. <laughs> yeah, it looks uncomfortable. It's like 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 he just his feet are flailing all over the place. It's like, it's his like, arms are all out. That's because he shouldn't be yeah. doing that shit. <laughs> <laughs> he should be coming off of floppy down screens and you know the elbows in, son. What are you doing? Saying? I look like a, he looked like Colin Kaepernick, man. He had that, he had that old <laughs> man. Just fighting, uh, running and shit, his arms and his legs and it's everywhere like a big ass ostrich dribbling basketball. <laughs> shit don't look right. Hey man, get off a little man. We, man, I love Lou all day, man. I, I, I'm, uh, you know, I'm not even gonna say that garbage pause. And I love that kid. Yeah. He's a good dude. He was good for Chicago, and um, I think uh, I, I don't think it's. Uh, incorrect to say I miss him. I'm gonna miss seeing him out there. Yeah, definitely. Yep, yeah, I will too. But if don't let them know he's you with a good little stitchy. Yeah, well, don't be like that. Him. If if Larry, if Derrick Rose could have stayed healthy, it would have been a different situation. But Derrick just couldn't stay healthy for the last three years. So that's that. He's gone. All right. Well, in uh, other Chicago news, <laughs> the Bears waited about a good three hours before they signed Jay Cutler to an extension after the season. Let me let me roll my sleeves <laughs> up for this one. <laughs> and, I wish your cousin and, was on. Uh, and, was no, on. No, and then people. No, we, we might we, we might start talking about some weird stuff. No, okay. <laughs> I would say that I got a. It was from people I know, fifty-fifty Bears fans about did they want Jay Cutler back or not. When people heard seven years, they were just like, "Oh my god!" But I'm just like, "Come on!" Like, but, but, but that's again, that's there's a, that's, there's that's a zero the possibility thing. that he's gonna play seven years for the Bears. No, that's, no, that's, that, that's the same thing we talked that we talked about earlier with Lou Wall, where people just not having enough knowledge with knowing what's going on. That seven year deal was really only a three year deal. Is it? And if the Bears want this, this is an NFL contract. They can get rid of this dude at any point they want. Yeah, at any point they want. They just it, was, it, was, it was brilliant. It was brilliant. That's all I was asking was for whatever deal they did in the offseason with him. Because I, I wanted them back. I mean, I'm, I'm no fool. I wanted them back. I just wanted a smart deal. Don't give them the J. The um, I'm gonna call him Jay Flacco. Um, Flacco deal. Yeah. Or the Flacco deal. Don't be stupid. Don't don't be money, dumb. How much Flacco's is guaranteed? Like fifty something. Probably. He had another another fifty million contract, but it was like what like five years. It it it, it handcuffed the whole 
organization. Now, the Bears are in the position much this year. But next year, next year they're going to have no, the, the, the Bears got the Bears still got plenty of space. They because they, because because nobody has contracts. It, yeah, it, depends, yeah, it depends on what they do. It depends on who they bring back. If they bring back some of these but, guys, no, 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 they no. No, nah, they already brought they their salary cap. They only had um, that, bringing back uh, uh Jennings and uh and signing Slauson took up a huge part of what they had left in their um in their salary cap. I think I after, don't think it, they didn't they didn't they uh, didn't give Jennings and Slauson a bunch of money. Nah, but they they didn't have a lot of money to to play with to begin with. I'll bring up the details of it. Just keep talking. Okay. I don't. I don't. I don't well, think. I don't think they they killed themselves. I think the way they did it was was fine. I think especially with Jay Cutler's contract, with making it a seven year deal instead of a, instead of a five year deal, and hey, look, they didn't. They didn't. Get, they didn't played, give anybody who's ever played franchise mode and Madden know that you go ahead and extend the contract out as far as you need to, so it don't hurt your salary cap. I mean, yeah, it was it was brilliant. I mean, who who's out there getting seven year contracts? It's like. Why are we giving them seven years? It's like shut up, man. We giving them. We basically giving them three years. Well, you know, we could have. We could have. It, it, it is kind of funny to me to listen to people talk about saying, "Oh, you know, you know, you can, you can get somebody else." But really, yeah. Like name who? me the last good. Let, na- no, name me the last good Bears quarterback. I mean, look, Jim Miller. Get the fuck. Jim Miller. Now, my whole thing too is Jim like, Miller had, I think, what three or four good games. People, people forget it's like every that. other Bears quarterback. People forget two seasons ago the Bears were rolling until he got hurt. Mm-hmm. What, were they, what were they seven and three, and then he went down and they missed the playoffs. I mean that that's my only been my only thing with him. I'm I'm growing a little frustrated with his his injuries. And people aren't really talking about that a whole lot. The Bears have, just to interject, the Bears have $13 million in cap space. Okay. They can do something with that. Yeah, I mean, that sounds like a, a, a decent amount to me. If Hold you're on. talking about football players. Hold on. Five of that is going to draft picks. Five, so they got $8 million to sign in, 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 in calorie, salary cap space left. Yeah, I mean, who's out there? That sounds I mean, like a plan to me. Who's out there this year, really? Mostly, mostly defensive players. Um, I was I heard today um, there was like the safety that uh, from uh, Cleveland. I forget his name. There's a pass rusher that people were talking about that I, I would like to see them pick him up. I forget his name. There was a couple of names I heard today actually that that, that sounded pretty good. But I, I want to I want a young. I want a young safety in here. If they can, if they can find, we need a young DN, man. Julius Peppers got old real quick. Yeah, yeah, but I, I feel like you can, you can find a, a good, a decent pass rusher in, in free agency, free agency. But I want as far as, far as draft picks, I feel like that first draft pick has to be a safety or a defense, you know, a, or a defensive back. I don't know. Well, people you were can, talking you about can, you they can, wanted uh, Josh McCown to start. I'm like, dude's 34 years old. How many years do you think he's going to play? It's like, that's, that's, that's silly. That's silly. So yeah. you're going to bring in a guy that's 34 years old that had a good run. Like, don't don't get me wrong. I love what Josh McCown was able to do. He had a but good you need to tell me that, that in the NFL last year. So, I mean, Bears fans just need to stop. Yeah. When they got so him, you're going to bring a guy in. in no, then you also got to imagine that defensive coordinators are going to sit in a dark room by themselves. I've said this numerous times. Defensive coordinators are, are nutty. They want to sit in a dark room by themselves all offseason, study all kinds of tape, and he's not going to have the same kind of impact because he doesn't have the talent. They're going to find out what he does, his tendencies, and he's not going to look as good. Yeah, most guys I'm don't look good when you, get, when you have a really good season one year and then people finally get tape on you and they yeah, look at the tape. Yeah, all you need is tape. And then that's that. Case, case in point, watch all of these second-year quarterbacks that struggle. They, they, they struggle. It took them some time to get back. It took – except for Russell Wilson. But Russell Wilson, they start, he started struggling towards the end when the other guys started getting better towards the end. So, and he also and he also has, I think, like the ultimate advantage too. 
Yeah, this, he plays this in plane, Seattle. This, this, yeah, this plane in Seattle is like the ultimate advantage for, for anybody. He, because just going sucking. up he's, there is, is almost impossible. He's been sucking for the last month, though. He has been terrible. Yeah. He's been all telling me about it. I had him on my fantasy team, so tell me. I know all about it. But the other guys have been getting better. And the same thing happened to, to Cam last year. Yeah. He sure had, a, he had well, a, he, a tough he had a, first half. Yeah, he came he back started, in the second he half. He started destroying good. people in the second half. It takes some time to get back to it because these guys oh, are talented. Oh, no, but you can bring in Josh McCown, though, at 34 years yeah, old. Yeah, that's the and thing. He'll be those dudes are young and talented, and Josh McCown is old and not. <laughs> like, but you can bring him in. And he, he can start for you, though, right? I don't mean to be like an asshole to Josh McCown, but he's not very talented. It's people, it, you know, people like he didn't make a lot of mistakes, and I was like, he had like five interceptions called back on penalties. Like he just got lucky more than anything. Yeah, I don't know if he had that many, but he definitely had was, a couple that was, was that was called three. back. It was at least yeah. three or four where there were penalties. Yeah, and, there was a lot of things that went right for him. Yeah, he came yeah. in at the perfect time. The offense was where the offense needed to be. Everybody knew their their position in the offense, what they should be doing in the offense. He came he, in at the right time. Everybody in, was right where they were supposed to be, and he just started throwing the ball to them. I mean, he came in and won in Green Bay. It's like the Bears' backup was better than their backup. I mean, yeah, it's like, that, who the hell? I don't even remember who was quarterback was in. Tolzine, wasn't it? Who? That game? Was it Tolzine? Hey, what happened? See, there you go. He came in and beat Tolzine in Green Bay, and everybody's like, he's better than Jay Cutler. And all of this crap, I've argued with one of the people on the Facebook page. He's my cousin, Shabaka, and he's under the impression that the quarterback is supposed to, like, I think this is really overblown. Quarterbacks are supposed to instill some sort of, uh, I don't even know what the fuck he called it. If you're in the rah, NFL. Rah, this yeah. this kind of rah, rah, wave the towels and, you know, gather the troops kind of deal. Yeah, get the hell out of here. If you're an NFL football player and you're playing in the game for your life and you need somebody to pump you and amp you up, get the fuck off my field (laughs) because you're not worth the money that you're being paid. After the 49ers won that game in uh, Lambeau and Colin Kaepernick was not wearing his um, sleeves or whatever, they had an interview after the game. It was him and Navarro Bowman. And he said it wasn't that cold, and Navarro Bowman was shivering. And the same, the Shabaka said something about Colin Kaepernick inspiring that team. That team was inspired before Colin Kaepernick got there. Who the fuck do you think Colin Kaepernick is that he's inspiring Navarro Bowman and Patrick Willis, veterans in this game? Fuck the quarterback. These guys out there have pride too. All you're asking is for a quarterback to go out there and do his goddamn job. He isn't inspiring anybody. That's the coach's job. If the quarterback plays well, the rest of the team does. That's how it goes. If a quarterback is out there throwing interceptions, the team doesn't play well. It's very difficult when your team, when your quarterback is throwing interceptions all over the goddamn place for the defense to be up to going out there and playing 45 minutes of a goddamn game. The quarterback is not the, – the, the, Jay Cutler is not stopping this team from winning. Like that's the that's the main thing. He showed the hell didn't man because he had a decent game in that in that final game. He had a real decent game. He didn't he didn't blow you away, but he had a real decent game, real nice game, a real solid game that any other you know any other quarterback with a half pass rush would have won. Anybody, you know, mm-hmm. like he didn't score a touchdown at the end of the game. He had nine. He had negative nine seconds left on the clock, and he should have scored a touchdown. And won that game. <laughs> Get the hell out of here! I hate that garbage. It's such revisionist history when it comes to quarterbacks. They get way too mm-hmm. much blame and way too much goddamn credit. That team that they did not win that game, and it wasn't Jay Cutler's fault. They they lost the game. It wasn't Jay Cutler's fault. Like, what do you want nah, him to do? Just, it, it was. It was. It was. It was. I mean, anybody with an eye. Conceded it was that defense. I prefer quarterback. Tell me, I hate Jay Cutler, and then I then I listen to them talk that bullshit. But if you're telling me that you don't have a problem with Jay Cutler and you're talking nonsense about how he can't win and all this other garbage, do you know how often in sports we hear guys can't win until they fucking do? Now, God forbid the Bears mm -hmm. win a championship, I kill myself. But I definitely (laughs) don't think that he's the type of guy that you just can't win. Same people saying Jay Cutler can't win the Super Bowl, the same dumbass moron saying LeBron James will never win a championship. It's stupid. Oh, yeah. Well, like, Peyton Manning would never win a Super Peyton Bowl. Peyton Manning could never win a Super Bowl. This guy never do this. This guy never do that. You're always right. You'll always be right if you're always saying somebody won't do something until they do it. Get the hell out of here with my, that. My thing, is, my thing is, especially, I mean, I had this conversation also um, 
just to continue to throw Shabaka under the bus here uh, with Shabaka. Um, as, as far as, you know, your options, I'm like, so, and he made this, you know, claim to, you know, Bears fans are just, you know, just kind of sticking with this guy, you know, even, even though he's kind of like a, a abusive boyfriend. And he's yeah. like, nah, you know, but it's just like, you know, I, I, I my question has always been, you know, who, what else are you going to do? It's like, well, you know, you can take a chance in a draft. And the, the Bears have to have the number 14 pick in the first round this year. And he's like, well, I mean, you know, you know, better talent or whatever has been found in the second, third, fourth, or whatever. It's like that. Those, those are all chances. And you know, somebody gets hurt. The, the actual starter gets hurt. You don't, you don't aim for your starting quarterback to, to, to be, be a chance. to be a fourth rounder. To be a chance. Yeah. To be a fourth rounder or a second rounder or even a fourteenth pick in the in the in the NFL draft. You don't, you don't think with a fourteenth pick, I'm gonna get a starting quarterback for a team that's. That essentially, basically, at this point, we've been saying this for I don't know years now. Ready to win now. You don't bring in some rookie guy that hasn't started an NFL game with Brandon Marshall and outside John Jeffrey and say, "All right, you bring this is the guy that's going to lead us to No, no, that's that's not how Especially it works. Especially when the problem that's not how it works. for your team was not the offensive side of the ball, you have a 14 pick, you need a safety, go out there and get yourself a good secondary football player. Go out there and get yourself you a good to. defensive end. Do something that's going to help your defense yeah, because, because they, that's what they, the problem they, was. They, they, they whiffed a couple years ago on the defensive end they picked up. Shay McClellan. That defense they fell all the way off. Like, that's because everybody, everybody knew that he's a linebacker. Everybody except Phil Embry. He, he, he's Dude, clearly he a three-four. The, the, the problem, the, I mean, I think if any other team would have picked him up, he'd have played three-four. The problem was he came into a situation where like, the three-four, the, the three-four is just not. It's not going to happen. And people can stop calling for that. It's not going to happen here until they get rid of a lot of these four-three players they got. Lance Briggs is not playing anybody's three-four. He's not a three-four uh, linebacker. He's just not. Tim Jennings is nobody's three-four cornerback. He's a he's the cover two corner. Simple as that. He's not a. I, I mean, he's what it's five eight five nine. He's he's nobody's cover corner. He's a real. He's an excellent corner, excellent defender. You know, decent enough tackler. <laughs> and when, yeah. when you in put space. him in a position not, where he's supposed he like this is you're playing this. You're playing yeah. this area right here, and that's what we want you to do. Not we want you to get up there, bump this guy, and then just follow him around. <laughs> He's gonna get I, I his ass to a, I want you to bump AJ Green and follow him thirty yards, forty yards down the AJ field. AJ Green like, to be what? dragging his ass for ninety nine yards. <laughs> <laughs> like that's just like like you gotta be you gotta you have you have to be smart about stuff, man. When you want to start making decisions as far as defense go, you can't just say, "Well, you know what? It works for every damn body else. Why don't we do it?" No, you can't. You gotta have you can't a just, and you. You, you, gotta have a, you, have, take, you have to have the personnel to do it. When, you, okay, when your offense is scoring 34 points per game, the problem isn't your offense. No, it's not. Th- I mean, that's, I mean, plain and simple. The problem is not your offense. You do not take your 14th pick and spend it on the quarterback. When you have a guy who's young well, enough. Well, who are you, well, you going to get, though? Who are you going to get at 14 at your quarterback? Johnny who are you going to get? What? Johnny Manziel, man. Please. Sure, and and your dreams. Because first of all, at fourteen, Johnny Manziel won't be anywhere to be found. He's a I wouldn't pick in, his in, ass. Your, in your first in your would, first. Well, I mean, I would he wouldn't. Even, he's not going to be there though. That's the thing. He's not going to be there Somebody, at fourteen. Somebody's about to get fired off of drafting Johnny Manziel in the first thirteen picks of the draft. Going Somebody's going to lose their job. He's going. Uh, he, I'm telling they, you, he's gone. Go to Cleveland at number four. Somebody gonna lose their job. Cleveland Again. needs a quarterback. Uh, Jacksonville needs a quarterback. Guys before him, but that's but, but 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 never never mind that. Nevertheless, the Bears don't need a quarterback. They didn't need a quarterback. They needed defensive players, and the whole Dang. entirety of this draft should be centered around either offensive, uh, secondarily, secondarily offensive linemen. Because I mean, Garza is what ninety nine. I mean, 99 years old. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, at least you may want. Speaking of him, he 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 um he's up for a contract. They still have to decide on on him. They got to decide on one of the guys. <laughs> I heard that um, 
Devin yeah, Hester because they didn't give out contracts to anybody, really. They gave out no. Uh, Tressman came in and said, "We're not giving anybody a contract." Bye. Um, yeah, earn it. Earn it. There's yeah, a bunch of guys. Uh, I don't think. Uh, I, I really don't think Julius back, Peppers right? is going to be back unless he takes. He will. He will unless he takes a significant cut. Because his um his salary cap number is astronomical. He would he will because a where is he going to get that money from? I'm just saying his, his I'm salary just, cap I'm just saying. for this dude who, is who astronomical. Else, yeah, yeah. for well, a dude giving him that who money did not look like a football player last year. He sucked. Who's who's giving him that money? Nobody's giving him that money. And Nobody's I'm, giving him that money. I'm, I'm, so he's gonna go on, so I'm questioning he's gonna should the fans give him any money. I'm questioning if he, he should yeah, just yeah, sit his ass yeah, down next yeah, to Ray Lewis. No, you st- I, I bring him back, but, you know, we got to sit down and have a, have a discussion go, go about have a drink. Go and have a drink with Brian Erlacher. But you know huh? what? I don't like the Bears, so you're right. Bring his ass back. <laughs> bring his ass back so he can keep not getting no, at the quarterback. I, no, I bring him back because I think a lot of the Bears' defensive line problems was they they lost their two best defensive linemen. That too. They lost. They lost. They lost Melton. They lost a, a really underappreciated until he got hurt until he was gone. Nate Collins. So I think once you get them too well, first they got. I guess they have to figure out what they're gonna do. With Melton because they they um they franchised them last off season so that's a lot they have of money. Out what they, yeah yeah so time will tell what they're going to do with him. Are they going to you know offer him a contract or, or what are they going to do? I I think they're probably going to end up offering him a contract. But I think you, you get you another young you know defensive lineman. They have to get another pass rusher. How about you? Just, how about you use that fourteenth pick on something like that? And not a goddamn quarterback when you have a quarterback. No, no, they, you can't. <laughs> At number 14, I'm not getting a quarterback. I'm just not. <laughs> just, I mean, they, not for the Bears. I mean, they're obviously not getting it now because they, they signed Jay Cutler. So at 14, even if you did sign Jay Cutler, I'd go out there in free agency before I draft a quarterback at 14. Yeah, I just I, don't see the point in it. I just I, don't I tell see you what. I, I would I would draft one though. Y'all yeah, of course. Emotional. Yeah, why not draft a quarterback in the second would, or third yeah. round? But with yeah. your first y'all pick, need to, y'all need to I breathe. Would. Y'all need to breathe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm so emotional right now. <laughs> now you, I, we've been arguing, and that's you want to know what bothers me the most. Like this is what irritates me because there are two people on that Facebook page that consistently make me argue about things that I don't. Don't give a shit about <laughs> consistently. Sean Covington and Shavaka Hobbs, them two consistently make me fight and take up for people that I hate in teams that I couldn't care less about. <laughs> so it bothers me. Like I'm irritated that I actually have to fight for Jay Cutler because I can't stand him. But I am smart enough to know that it's easy to say somebody can't do something while they're not doing it. Like, that is the biggest cop-out of all time. Like, I could just say right now, Kevin Durant will never win a championship because he's, he hasn't done it yet. Okay. Um, and it's stupid. I just want to, you know, let y'all know that since we've been doing this, I've been playing uh, NBA 2K14 on my PlayStation 4. And uh, I just want to let y'all know that Chris Bosh shot a three uncontested and fell down and hurt himself. That's one of the funniest things I've ever seen in the video game. <laughs> That's so much. Yeah, he just felt he got to get help <laughs> off the court. All he did was take a jump shot. Hilarity. So Why do you let yourself get caught up in those Facebook arguments? You already know that they're foolish. I do it because it's entertaining. Yeah. But it, then it stops being entertaining when it becomes like clear that it's just, it's nonsense. Trolling. That it's just complete nonsense. Like when you tell me that Vinny Del Negro is a good basketball coach. And I mean, feel, that's, the end, that's the end of the conversation. <laughs> yeah, like, but then you, and then you, and when you tell me that Tim Tebow is a good quarterback and he could be a quarterback, but Peyton Maddox is a choker, even hey, though he's won a championship. That Colin Kaepernick isn't a good quarterback. He just came from the Super Bowl. Like, Jake Culler isn't a good quarterback, but Matthew Stafford is. It's like, man, look, just say you don't like to do it and move on. We don't have to keep. Going through this, just so I, you I never don't... did bring up. I never did bring up that point either. When 
when that name was was placed in um, amongst the, the the names of quarterbacks that could have I mean, you know Matthew probably that couldn't, couldn't, probably could have won a magical game with 38 <laughs> seconds left. Didn't the week before? Didn't he blow it? Two didn't weeks. He throw an interception. Two weeks in a row. All to do was win. I'm, pr- I'm pretty one sure game. Stafford threw an interception at the end of the game that that kicked them out Two of weeks playoff in a row. contention. All they had to against, do against the Giants at that was win one game. Yeah, they and did. they couldn't. They could not win. Matthew Stafford could not win one game. But apparently, he's better than he's better than Jay Cutler. Hey, look. Right. Obviously, you throwing. Obviously, you two have missed doing this podcast, and we should do it more often. We should. But if we just going to keep talking forever, then it's going to turn to the length of the ETMF podcast. No, no, no. What no, we no. do here? An hour, and I planned on an hour at the max. Okay. So we're, we're just about there. Um, yeah. Look, let's just sum it up this way: the Bulls did what they needed to do, trading Luol Deng. The Bears did what they needed to do, signing Jay Cutler. If you don't like it. It's kind of too bad because you're kind of stuck for at least a few years with both decisions. Unless you want to be a bitch <laughs> and stop supporting your team. <laughs> Unless you want to be a bitch and start rooting for another team. Because that's what we call people who root for two teams. We call them bitches. <laughs> hey man, you know how many of our friends you just defended right now? <laughs> bitches. <laughs> Sorry, friends. <laughs> hey, hey that, that's funny. Hey, uh, that's kind of that's kind of how I was feeling uh, during the Iron Bowl when I heard people saying "Roll Tide," who ain't never been to Alabama before. I'm like, go outside and kill yourself. I mean, if you've been saying "Roll Tide" since the the minute you started watching college football, fine, that's okay. Roll Tide. But if you yeah, just started I mean, saying "Roll Tide" like four years ago, like if you don't know who their coach was before Nick Saban, I need you to go outside and kill yourself. Go do the snow challenge, and yeah. don't, <laughs> and don't come back in. Just stay out there. I don't say, yeah, I'm, I'm not, we, we'll do a podcast about that at some point. We'll do a, um, about what, uh, uh, the, the 10 fan commandments. I think that's, I think that's what we'll call it. And uh, we'll, we'll, you know, we, we'll sit down and we'll make these commandments. We'll talk about them and we'll explain them to people who clearly don't know what being a real fan is. You can talk about groupie fans. Cause that's what I call those people. Yeah. That's one of the things that you can't be. Tupac talked about those. You can't be one of those people that Tupac's talking about. Just can't do that. Not as a grown ass man. You know, women do that shit. That's cool. They women, you know. If you ain't never seen if you've never seen the documentary Roll Tide War Eagle, then you're not really an Alabama fan. And I I'm cool with people who just root against Alabama. They you know, they don't like Auburn, but they were uh, you know, rooting for Auburn to beat them and you know, that's fine. Yeah. I I fall in that category. I mean, that's cool because everybody roots, you know, roots for the underdog. But if, you know, you call yourself a fan of a team because they winning, you can go to hell. Hey, you know, let's, let's do a quick uh, a, a quick add-on. What did y'all think about the national championship game? I thought that, that, that game was amazing. Well, that was one of the best national championship games I've seen in a long time. That game was I really wanted to go to sleep. But I'm like, this game is freaking amazing. It was it was ridiculous. Like I don't know how they pulled it out. To I, be completely I don't either. What was it? A minute left? A minute nineteen? It's like they just decided to stop playing defense. There, I was just like, is anybody talking about how whack both of those defenses were? <laughs> I mean, just awful. They were we terrible. knew Auburn's defense was bad coming in. That's that was the only thing they were talking about is how bad Auburn's defense was. But they they played well in the first half and just decided to stop playing in the second. I don't know what the hell happened. I thought the speed was going to, like, man, the speed of Auburn is just going to be too much for these dudes. They had them on the ropes, them Florida boys? They couldn't, they couldn't keep that's it, what it lo- That's what it looked like to start because they couldn't – it, it took them two quarters to adjust to uh, Auburn's speed. I mean, for the most part, most of the fastest people in Florida go to SEC schools. You know, but it, they had them on the ropes, man. They, that game was theirs, and they gave it away. Yeah, especially especially after that last touchdown, do bust the Heisman pose like y'all made the wrong choice. I was like, oh wow. Then he went out there, and then his team went out there and let him down. Yeah, I was like, I guess that was his fault too. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, they need to, they need to win <laughs> this game. Getting kicked off the game, huh? Nah, I'm watching this Phoenix. Uh, Phoenix game. game. Who, who got kicked some, out? Some fan. Some fan. Okay. Yeah, I, I had to remind to see why they're kicking him out. Uh-huh. That was that was real quicky. 
you think this you just got tossed. Wow. But uh yeah, I, that was the BCS couldn't out in a better way. I'm glad yeah, that was perfect. I'm glad that shit is gone, but yeah, you can't ask for a, a better uh a better last game of the BCS era. The only thing that sucks I'm, about yeah, that I'm, is that, you know, the Rose Bowl doesn't mean the same thing anymore. That 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 kind of sucks because you What know, do you mean? Yeah. It's not the it's not going to be as important anymore until it's the one that determines the national championship game. Like the Rose Bowl is granddaddy of them all. Yeah. Is the Rose Bowl even? I mean, the Rose Bowl isn't even going to have <laughs> to put it in. A, I thought they said they were going to rotate the um, the national championship game. I mean, that's what they've been doing, isn't it? I mean, they're 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 going to find a way to incorporate. I I, I haven't really looked into seeing because I've always I'm been curious to see how they incorporate all these bowls because they're still going to have the bowls. Yeah. I mean, just the BCS system won't be there, but they'll still have these bowls. I mean, there's way too much money involved with these bowls for them to just get rid of them and say, all right, there's no more bowls at all. The Rose Bowl, Orange Bowl, they make way too much money for that. So they'll still yeah, have, have them, to, uh, I think. I have to read up to and the, find out. To the Chick-fil-A Bowl next year, man. I should have went. That game was yeah, That game was ridiculous. You about to hop, skip, and jump away, ain't you? Yeah, I mean, if it's at night, I, I, I can go from work. It, it's right there. Um, yeah, that, that game was ridiculous. And now I'm thinking, I, you know what? I just want to add one last thing. I was looking for uh, Hawks versus uh, Bulls tickets. I'm like, Al Horford is hurt. They ain't going to Bulls. These tickets can't be that expensive. Man, them still tickets expensive as hell for no reason, man. <laughs> it's going to be five people in that damn arena when that game happens. <laughs> is that why people don't go to games in Atlanta? They expensive well, they, well, my coworker was telling me they started to do what the Bulls kind of did with the whole premium game thing, uh-huh. and they set out on prices before the season. But I'm like, you gotta adjust. Like Derrick Rose is hurt, your team is hurt. Like it's not the same thing. One of my boys was saying that the Washington Wizards actually use a um, a automatic, uh, you know, like ticket matrix, where it um it adjusts the price based on how good that they're doing, how good the team they're playing is doing, all other ticket prices, and just automatically adjust. <laughs> that is an intelligent yeah. uh, way to yeah. sell your tickets. So it's like if you buy yeah. the tickets to the game and slump, that's 15 games away and they happen to go on a 10-game winning streak, those tickets are going to be worth quite a bit more money by then. Yeah, that's intelligent. Yeah. The whole team should do that. <laughs> you would think. <laughs> you would think. You you would think, but... I, I more, a couple more things um, before we leave. The uh, NFL seriously considering um adding another wild card to both conferences. Every 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 year they talk about this. <laughs> every year. They just your your boy said it might happen next year. Yeah. Oh, they're never gonna get every year they say that though. Every year they say it's gonna be I next want, year. I wanna see if he's actually gonna do it. Because this yeah. is going this will literally be the beginning of the year for the NFL. Can they do that without the players union agreeing to it? Why wouldn't the no. players union agree? It's more money. Everybody gets more money. And player safety. They don't give a shit. Those guys. Did you did you hear about in that Forty ers game that uh, one of the the Green Bay Packers players forced himself back onto the field prior to getting his concussion test? Wow. I care. <laughs> safety, my ass. Yeah, I don't. I don't really, man. The NFL, man, I tell you. They're also talking about restructuring, um, like when the playoffs start. Reseeding. Reseeding, which I think would be interesting. I know people in bum-ass divisions like the NFC East, they're like, no, don't do it because we're fucking terrible and we're only going to win eight games. But, um, damn it. Nobody cares about your 2K, um, Sean. Hey, man, I just got blocked. Um, yeah, I mean, when you're eight and eight, you don't deserve to host a you playoff game. You do not game. deserve to host a playoff game. You don't. Just because the rest of the people in your division are bums, you I don't. I think the first round. I, 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 it's, oh God, I just it just bothered me that we had that the Forty ers have to play in uh, Lambeau because they play in San Francisco. They beat them by forty <laughs> goddamn points. The only reason why that game was close is because they were playing in the fucking Arctic vortex. Weather, twenty-five <laughs> below zero weather, and nobody could do any goddamn thing. That's the only reason why that game was close. So they didn't even deserve to be in the playoffs, first of all. 
they were eight, seven, and one. They had a goddamn tie against yeah. Minnesota. They didn't even deserve to be in the playoffs, let alone hosting a goddamn playoff game at eight, seven, and one. So yeah. I don't have a problem with that. I think the the team with the better record should get the um, should get the get the home field advantage. I yeah. just think that's smart. The NBA is yeah. thinking about doing the same thing too. They've been talking about getting rid of the um, conference uh, divisions. <laughs> then whoever whoever gets the best records, that's who gets in. Hey man, I don't know nothing about other divisions in the NBA because they don't matter. They matter enough that these goddamn if, if the Atlantic Division you win a division, it don't matter if the bottom uh, team has a better record, they're still gonna have to go to the, the the third seed is still gonna be the third, the fourth seed is still gonna be the fourth seed no matter what their record is. They could win one goddamn game, yeah, and ridiculous. I think that's stupid. The hell. I like the idea of changing that. I just want to see how they're going to do it because people are going to bitch about, well, we won our division. What's the incentive of winning your division? Division one. Getting to the playoffs. Get to the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> That's your incentive. All no, you're doing who, is getting to the playoffs. Who cares about winning a division? Try to win all the games. Win your not games. Not just a few of them. <laughs> you're just like, yeah, you're the one-eyed man in an ass-kicking contest with people. That's what the NFC East is. <laughs> yeah, you can kick their ass, but they blind. You don't deserve to go up against somebody. Uh, somebody got to go to your goddamn house with no fucking lights, and your ass got one. Man, it just doesn't. It, it's not right. Fuck the NFC. That's how the, the NFC uh, West was a couple years ago. Yeah, and the crazy yeah. thing, yeah, that was the year that Arizona went to the. Uh, <laughs> did they go to the Super Bowl that year? Yeah, they were like At eight, eight and eight. eight. <laughs> yeah, they did not, and they ended up beating the Saints in the um in the first round because they uh yeah. went. The Saints had to go to Arizona. And then mm-hmm. what you call it had to go to uh, Philly had to go to Arizona too because their record was whack because they had a tie that year. And I mean, it, it's just not right. It's not right because that was, you were thinking that year that the Saints because that that was after they won the Super Bowl, right? That was the next year. Yeah, and Seattle just banged them in in Seattle because yeah. they won that bum division. Then they get blown out. It, it, it's just like how Denver with Tim Tebow had that home playoff game, and they shouldn't have. And then they went to. <laughs> went to Foxborough and got, got the brakes blown off. Yeah, for they gave up 41 mm-hmm. points in the first goddamn quarter. Yeah. <laughs> bad teams I mean, are bad teams, and you don't deserve to be a bad team with a home playoff game in the NFL. It's not right. You should do something team, about it. Teams care more about getting that, that home field money than uh than the home field game. Than integrity of the game. game. You right. want the money that comes with ticket sales and sponsorship sales and all of that. Yeah, they don't, mm-hmm. they're not really caring about the integrity of the game. But I'm about to wrap this up, fellas. I'm about to wrap yeah. it up. Yeah, all right. We're going to wrap this up. Tell them, uh, tell them where they can find you, Dre, since you back to uh, You acting. really, you can't find me anywhere because I don't write anymore. I gave this shit up. <laughs> no, um, according to sources.com is where you can find me. Um, every now and then you can find me at rentsports.com. Uh, I'm sorry, not rent sports, sports rents is the other one. Um, you can find me at sportsrents.com. I do na- more national writing for them in the NBA. Um, you can get me on Twitter. It's uh, A2 Sources. You can go to the Facebook page, according to sources. We always argue and we always talk, and we're going to do more podcasts. We kind of took a break. Sean was moving. I was, was having, having babies. Rob was getting, getting promoted. People you know. were getting sick. It was all types of yeah, stuff. Yeah, everybody was getting sick over the uh, Thanksgiving and getting Christmas. You know, things took you know took over, and uh, we we took a little bit of a break. But we're gonna life got life got in the way. Ooh. Yeah, life. We, we everybody had life, but we 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 back now. You know, th- this shit was basically like, you know, going back to the gym. Yeah, this shit ESPN. We, this is our free time. We don't get paid for this. Yeah, and there's no pay. So. <laughs> we just have to do it. You know, that's the main thing. Just getting out there and doing it. We finally mm-hmm. we finally back. Um, we hope you guys uh, appreciate and like the uh, the podcast. We'll be back a little bit more. They probably won't be this long in the future. They won't be this long in the future. We just kept adding. I shit tell you to what, it. though, there, there was I, I don't recall a podcast where there was no uh, mistakes. Yeah, that oh, was fun. Or, or am I speaking too soon? No audio hiccups. Hey, anything at this point? Derek, are we recording? Of, you know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Derek's mic is muted if, in case he's trying to talk. Yeah, but we um, but we, yeah, we'll be recording. back. Um, expect to see us. <laughs> we'll be back. We're gonna be doing it a lot more. I mean, I've been paying for this uh this podcast space. Hey, I had to 
I had to remind you that you were paying to host a podcast that you weren't hosting. Yeah, we weren't and hadn't been doing anything for like two months. So we're going to be doing a little bit more. We're going to I'm going to try to get more guests on. I was supposed to have a guest on tonight, but my brother was like, fuck that shit. Um, <laughs> because he wanted to talk a lot about Lou Aldang, too. But, you know, send you guys send the questions to the coordinate uh, sources, gmail.com. Send questions in. I'm always on the Internet. When the Lou Aldang trade broke, I was on the Internet. From two o'clock in the morning to seven o'clock in the morning, devouring yeah, every piece of information that came out. So I'm always looking for a question to answer. I'm always looking for something for you guys. If you have a question, just like stat related, just send, just shoot me an email or shoot me something on Facebook. I'll get back to you when I can. Um, you guys got anything? No, no. That's that's it. It's good to be back, man. It's good to be back. Yeah, we're gonna have some special music for y'all when this one start off too. I hope y'all thank it. Some special. Are you serious? Yeah. You making up shit? Nah. This one real. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, we're going to have to have something besides that opening music. Okay. We, we ain't had All a right. podcast in two years, nigga. We got to, you know, <laughs> we got some special. All right. For, for uh, Dre, for Rob, I'm Sean. It's the Corbin and Sergeant Podcast. We out. <laughs>